And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podmen Ron. All right, everybody's got audio now. We had a little little bit of trouble in the engineering room, uh, but I think we got everybody ready to go. Uh, Podman Ron, you were asking about the Moon Knight trailer that's supposed to drop any moment now, uh, any, moment. any moment during a football game. And my huh. my thing was, don't they know those audiences don't mix? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the... back when we were kids, they would have loved to have had Spider-Man run on the field at some football game, you know, and try and get the Marvel rub <laughs> from the NFL. And now it's flipped. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. Well, we will uh, maybe we'll have that for the next the next po- the next episode. I was uh, I don't know. Did y'all either one of y'all see the little clip of the the clip of the clip? The clip of the clip. Yeah, it had like that. a clip of the trailer, and it showed like Moon Knight in his costume, and his costume is kind of like Venom's costume, where it just kind of wraps around him on its own. On you know, yeah. Did y'all I'm assuming they're gonna say it's like Egyptian. Well, that's what dude, actually that's what it looks like. It looks like a mummy with a cloak on, and that's actually it's not bad. I, I think it looks kind of cool, and I never really thought about Moon Knight being a mummy, but it it all makes kind of sense. It all makes bit. sense. Well, I was wondering how quickly he was going to get that costume on and off. Yeah, because it, it looked very complicated to put on. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see. When the uh, trailer drops any moment now. So, Brian, maybe you can keep us uh, up to date if uh, yeah, during the, the podcast. Breaking, breaking news on the podcast. Uh, there you go. Yeah. And speaking of news. All right. Speaking of news and costumes, we get a first look at Batgirl, the Batgirl costume. And uh, PMR, you said, nah, not too bad, right? Yeah, I liked it. It it uh, it, it uh, held back to the uh, old days, the nineteen sixties Batgirl, Yvonne Craig. Matter of fact, oh, okay, game looked almost identical to that. So yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So a little bit well, throwback it, to the sixties, but also more recent, right? There's uh, not uh, bombshell Batgirl, but something like that, right, Brian? Yeah, that's her costume when they relaunched the book, I think in 2019. Uh, that was what they changed the costume to. So, uh, yeah, that's what she's had in the comics for a bit. But it looks good. Looks really good. good. Yeah, and everybody's, uh, of course, uh, fanboys around the globe are already criticizing it, saying it looks like cosplay. <laughs> and, uh, that's what they do, though. Yeah, they're going to. Everybody, God, everybody wants to shit on everything. I mean, of course, we, we do it weekly here, but... You know, it just seems like... <laughs> Wait till you get to Boba Fett. Yeah. Shit owners. We got our own podcast. I mean, come on, people. Um, we don't We don't try to shit on it until we, you know, see a little bit more of it. I don't, I guess. No, yeah, I, guess I don't know if that's true either. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't, let me just say, I didn't think it looked that bad. I don't know why we need a Batgirl movie right now. No. More, <laughs> now more than ever. You know, going, but I guess we'll get what we get. Well, and it sounds like what they're doing is, uh, since it's uh, um, Michael Keaton's going to be the Batman in this, uh, Batgirl and, and Nightwing, so it's going to be, you know, just don't 
don't bother with Batman relaunching. Batman's in in his own universe over in the uh, Matt Reeves stuff. And so, but I mean, which would be kind of cool if you're getting like a Nightwing. It's basically going to be Gotham Knights, is what it sounds like. It's heading into Gotham Knights, and they're going to steal some of the uh, um, Batman Beyond. But isn't it a shame that I mean we can't get just a that decent Batman movie that can give us these sequels, you know, and make it feel like it, you know, flows from this Batman movies and, you know, kind of it's canon from these instead of, you know, you've got like four different Batmans and nothing kind of, everything spins off from different well, shit. I'm, I'm Just, fine with it. I'm fine with, if that's what they're doing, I'm fine with it because it's like, you've still got Batman stories to tell. Cool. Like, like there's still a Batman comic. Yeah. But at the same time, if they keep rebooting Batman, and uh, like we're never going to get to Nightwing, we're never going <laughs> to get to Batman Beyond, like not in our lifetimes. So like, uh, I'm cool with them kind of spinning off and telling some more, maybe more one-shot Batman movies, and then advancing the 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 uh, the universe, even if it's from based off the old Keaton Batman stories. I did see a. Uh an extended a, a new trailer for the batman and it's probably the first one i actually liked it was it showed a lot of it seems like a a lot of batman's gonna be in it which uh a lot of batman it well it is called a batman movie <laughs> <laughs> it seems not, not but you're this one's got you this one's got you more excited about it this trailer yeah, absolutely it does uh, it was a trailer it seemed a little bit more interesting uh, you, you got this, like I said, you got to see a lot of the interplay between him and Catwoman in it. Yeah, it looked it, for the first time. I'm like, okay, the, this movie looks pretty decent. Well, I just hope that Batman kills somebody in it so that the fanboys will start bitching about that. <laughs> well, uh, and I honestly feel like this is uh, it's going to be the they're saying this is the Nolan as close as you're going to get to Nolan's Batman four. Not yeah. not Bale, but it's in that same sort of uh, um, vein. It, this so last trailer felt felt like it was a Nolan movie. So it's the Batman outside your window? Is that what you're trying to say? I have no idea what that means. It means like the Nolan film was like set more in real world. Right. I mean, it, it wasn't so, you know, suspension of disbelief. I mean, you had the... You didn't seem like there would be a super Superman in the Nolanverse or any of the other heroes in the Nolanverse. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think you're getting that in the uh, in the Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah, I, well, because he said in the very beginning of all this, we we haven't had Dark Knight Detective. Right. So that's what this is. We're getting a, a Batman Detective. And he's right. He's right. Not you know, but I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I will, I will say it does look good. So. All right. Well, good. Well, well. Uh, it's only uh, a couple of months before that comes out, so uh, you won't have to wait too long for that. Uh, going back to Batgirl, the other thing that uh, they showed us was a little bit of a scene of uh, a poster or some graffiti or something like that at Gotham Terminal or a subway, and you see Batman and Robin in the old Robin costume. Huh? I didn't catch that. What? Yeah, uh, yeah, you got to go back and check that out. It, not in that same picture of her standing on top of a building, but there's other, yeah. you know, photo leaks and stuff like that. Which Batman, and I mean, which Robin? Uh, it's Robin with the shorty shorts on, it looks like. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we're getting. Like, this is going to be, we're getting Batgirl, and then we'll get Nightwing. Right. So, yeah, so check that out. Check that out, you son of a gun. Speaking of guns, James you know, Gunn. would be cool is if they oh, did no. a Duella I had a Dent. perfect suck, so I'm sorry. there. I'm so sorry. Uh, they could do <laughs> Duella Dent and uh, make it Joker's daughter. So That's a horrible idea. It's horrible Because <laughs> you stepped on my segue. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you what? son of a gun. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> Speaking of guns, James Gunn is also <laughs> uh, the uh, hot off the hills, question mark, of the success, question mark, of Peacemaker, which we'll may get into a little bit. Uh, James Gunn may be directing another DC series. Any thoughts on that? What series? We, that's what I want your thoughts on, Podman Ron. Give me a Nerdstradamus prediction here. Yeah, I'm not good with that. No. I'm not. What's DC got? What 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 bottom are they gonna drag up for? A Maybe a hardcore, hard hardcore uh, spinoff. Just her all the time. Hanging her in real life, I guess she could do a she could do a hardcore. So just that's yeah. how, how do you say her name without saying hardcore? By the way, I know, I know, hardcore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's let's before we because we're we're hitting a couple of different things. <laughs> we're all over the place. Some inside baseball here, real quick. Uh, so yeah, we we got the announcement that uh, the James Gunn's doing another DC project after Peacemaker. He has said he's not let anybody see the Peacemaker finale. No one's seen it. Like uh, um, nobody has screened it. I guess other than just uh, DC execs or Warner Brothers execs. So the the Peacemaker finale is big hush hush, and that's the assumption. That's where you're going to have to spin off of whoever the next character is. So, but so, um, Brian, I mean, who do you? I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta mull it over a bit. I need a little more time to mull it over. Uh, I would think that since the whole thing with the butterflies is, you realize it's secret invasion, right? It's, uh, it's aliens invading, and they can shape shift us into humans. Yeah. Well, they take over the human's body. Well, right. But it's same thing. So it could be, uh, it could be something grounded again, or it could be something uh, spacey. When no one's done, it'll probably be something spacey, and I think it's uh, hell. It could be, uh, I don't know, Booster Gold or some shit like that. God, I would love Booster Gold. I don't know. Margo Gun- Robbie's looking for a job. Who? Harley Quinn. Harley. Yeah, I feel like we've seen that. It would be cool though if it was uh, if it was uh, Booster. It's a great idea. Yeah. Um, I, anything James Gunn will do. Uh, I'm, I've I'm, pitched Booster a few times. So, <laughs> yeah, I've pitched Booster a few times. That one, um, that one series that what about ten or fifteen years ago was probably the best that they did on him, and they should have kept it around with Jeff Johns. Yeah, that was a good series. What yeah. series? Uh, Booster Gold. Oh, oh, I, okay. Comic book series, not TV series. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell happened there? All right, so James yeah, you could do booster, and he could be traveling around the universe. You could get all these weird characters like uh, uh, Space Cabbie. You know, you could yeah, bring, he could do all all Gnort. You could bring in. He has a plethora of bizarre, shitty characters from the seventies, eighties that James Gunn could bring up. So, and I'm sure he will. So, I'm looking forward to that actually. Right. I kind of like how he's just kind of DC's just kind of embraced him, and he's kind of embraced them. And you know, and, I think 
we're kind of in like a DC renaissance as far as teams, uh, films and movies, because it's like they said, they finally realized, stop trying to copy the Marvel formula. You've got a, you've got great characters and you've got a great cat back catalog and, and be weird. Well, be weird, be weird. I think what James kind of doing is kind of making his own DC universe. The James Gunn, you know, like the Snyder verse, this is the James Gunn verse. And, you know, you're going to hear them say Superman, the Batman in the background, but you're all, all these D level characters. And that's where he's going to play at. That's the way it was in the comics too. I mean, you'd have these characters that were so far off the path. I mean, occasionally, you know, every like 10 or 12 issues, they'd mention like something that was happening in DC prime in the DC proper. So oh, you knew, Hey, don't forget well, they're in the DC universe, but they'd get so far out on a tangent. I'll tell you what else I would love, love like, then this is probably way like not going to happen, but it'd be cool if they did a Hitman series. I never, I never read that book. I never read. Well, that. oh, you never read Hitman? No. Garth Ennis Hitman? Holy shit! No. Holy shit! Podman Ron. It went like eighty issues. <laughs> I know what somebody's getting for their birthday. Uh, whether he wants it or not. <laughs> whether he wants it or not. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I knew it was a good. I mean, everybody talked about it back in, in back in the day, but I just never, I just never read it. It's kind of like Lost in Space. Everybody talks about what a great show that is. I just never watched it. I and justified. There's a, I think it was issue seven or eight of Hitman is where it like everybody realized what the hell it was. The uh, but there's like I think there's something at the aquarium and all the penguins in the aquarium uh, enclosure uh, become rabid, and so he just has to wholesale slaughter all of them because there's penguins attacking him. So all right, no spoilers. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, maybe if uh, James Gunn can't get Bug in the microverse, maybe he gets Ambush Bug in oh. the uh, DC. That would be kind of fun. And we've already heard mention of Batmite, so maybe maybe a Batmite thing. So anyway, oh, that's a good. Uh, that's the uh, the saddest thing though is that he's boning hardcore. Heart. You know that's I get more respect for him because she's kind of hot. She she's that character has grown on me in three episodes already. Oh, um, well, we don't get to that review yet, or are we just going to do news right now? Let's just finish news. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll, totally. We'll, we'll, yeah, I don't know if we do we even want to review it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but no, we'll I figure it read. out. All right. But uh, yeah, hardcore. And so I found this out. The listener may not know. Oh. So I was like. They're, they posted a photo, because I follow James Gunn on uh, Instagram. He posted a photo, and she's in it. And I'm like, mm. And so I looked, and, and that's when I found out that they were yeah, dating. Right? Very disappointing. That, uh, James Gunn's dating uh, hardcore. Seven years, and they were introduced by uh, Michael Rosenbaum from uh, Smallville fame, Lex Luthor. Evil genius. But you know, Brad, do you know who his, his significant other was before Harcourt? Who? Who? What? What other hottie could he have had? Pam from the office. What? And they were married for eight years. Oh my mm -hmm. god! And she got rid of him because he was such a pervert. You think? Probably. Yeah. He I mean, him at the wrong time. What's that? She unhitched her wagon to him at the wrong time. Her star was on the rise. His was there yet? Yeah, good for him. Bad for their her. Their fates have, uh, have crossed. Yep. Now it's crossed because. She's doing office ladies. 
and he's doing uh, Ambush Bog TV more show. Successful podcast than this one is, so. Yeah, that's true too. That's a little bit better, higher quality audio. <laughs> we were, yeah, higher quality audio for sure. We could, I can't necessarily understand what PMR say. I, we, we we understand the sentiment. All right, uh, I keep... can't understand. I know he's insulting Jenna Fisher, yeah. but I can't understand the context of it. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Now we can. Okay, I'm not insulting Jenna Fisher. I'm just saying she has a podcast. Yep, there you go. All right. We don't want to cause any controversy because there's enough controversy going on with Miss Marvel. Brian, they're going back and shooting, reshooting some of Miss Marvel because she's not ethnic enough or too ethnic. What, what's going on here? Oh, Lord. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. There's okay. a lot of so, We're going to peel back those. Yeah, I think um, because. Kamala Khan is Muslim, but then they hired a non-Muslim actress, and so I guess that was like the first thing. But it kind of like I didn't I didn't hear anything about that until recently, right? Now everybody's pissed because they changed her powers. So instead of you know in the comics she can stretch, she like just like Mister Fantastic, right? Okay. Plastic, she can stretch, and and her big um uh like uh. It's clobbering time phrase. You know, her catchphrase okay. is embiggen. Like, so when she goes to, like, stretch or punt something, she'll yet, she'll shout embiggen and her hand will get huge. You know? Ugh, I hate her already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's more <laughs> Plastic Man than she is um, Reed Richards. Okay. Right? So, uh, like, her, she does, like, the kind of zany sort of gotcha. body work. But, uh. They've changed it, and now her powers work like a Green Lantern. She does force oh, flash, okay. and she can make light projections, so people are hot. People so, are. Yeah. All right. But, but I wonder who's good. sitting at home thinking, I'm wondering about Miss Marvel. Son of a bitch. You know, they changed that power. I mean, okay, I shouldn't say that, because I'd probably, if it was one of my beloved characters, <laughs> he is I would be going, son of a tonight. bitch. Yeah. But, the, I mean, it sounds like that actually would make more sense instead of her being Plastic Manny or whatever. And I know, well, I don't know that because I don't even know this character, but having the Miss Marvel moniker right. and Captain Marvel and Photon and all that stuff, having light um, energy powers, energy powers yeah. probably makes more sense, but I don't know. But I guess if you love this character, yeah. you know, like we all love our own characters, that when they do change them, I guess it is a, that sucks now the whole muslim yeah now stuff, those I, people those people can get no, no no i'm just saying i mean <laughs> yeah, i don't know i don't know hey let's talk about something that makes you both be happy what uh quantum leap justified and the santa claus what are what the hell what kind of world do we live in where all three of these series are coming back or what? i guess santa claus been making a series out of it well Santa Claus, I could care less about. But the okay. other two... Uh, Alex just, posted that, so... Especially Justified, I'm very excited about. I'm, like, through the roof. All right, and Quantum Leap? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 oh, man, they changed the his powers, though, from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! All right. No, uh, no it'll be good to see Quantum Leap. That, that show will... Is it going to be just a, a regular show again, or are they rebooting it to? Well, it's it's just a pilot order right now. We don't know, but that it's a pilot order. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, a 10 episode season on, you know, uh, Peacock. Peacock. I mean, it's 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 not going to, uh, you know, NBC, the <laughs> mothership. No, it's not that. But uh, yeah, yeah. But that's what I want. I kind of I want it to be lower stakes, like from the from like the uh, uh, advertiser standpoint and the rating standpoint, because we'll get more. You know, lower stakes means yeah. there's a better chance we'll get a season two or a season three. Lower stakes means it'll be ten episodes instead of stretching it to twenty three and and losing. You know, uh, you know, telling goofy ass stories just to get to stretch the season out. Yeah, I'm 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 totally fine with it being on Peacock. So, and God, I love I love Quantum Leap. Like uh, that was one of my all time. It's one of my all time favorite shows. I, that. It was always so good. I, it was always can't miss TV for me. And the, uh, um, you know, it always ended on such a bummer, <laughs> right? Where the last, the finale episode, he's in this bar and he's talking to the bartender and they kind of allude and the bartender and he's telling, you know, the bartender all his woes and he's Sam Beckett in the, in, uh, in those interstitials and he's jumping back and trying to fix, um, Al's life, his marriage and everything. Right. And so he fixes Al's life and then he comes back to the bar and then you kind of realize, well, the, the bartender's God, you know, and, 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 and basically telling him, he says, you can, you can go home whenever you want to. And then it cuts to black and then it's like, Stan Beckett never went home. So where'd he go? I guess he kept helping people. Like he kept, he kept, it was like, well, you can go home or you can keep helping people, you know? And, and so he, he chose to keep helping people. Wait, are you? Are, so. Did we switch over to Highway to Heaven, or what, what are we talking about? No, oh, we're okay. talking to uh, Quantum Leap. <laughs> oh, okay. Quantum were, Leap. were they the same show, Highway to Heaven and Quantum Leap? Eventually, yes. <laughs> that would have been a great uh, crossover. Uh, yeah, they're both trying to help somebody <laughs> and uh, screwing up their lives over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Quantum Leap was a good show. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that come back. Um. And of course, justified. I mean, come on. Uh, the, the, there is no show that's ever been as wow. good as. It. I was thinking about the, uh, when uh, the episode. What was Jerry Burns' character's name? Oh shit! That makes me just. Uh... But it was in. I think it was in season three when uh, when he's when he's talking to him and they're like uh, you know back and forth and he tosses a bullet at him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he and he catches it, and he goes, "Good catch." The next one will be coming faster. Yeah, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great line. I love Justified. It's so good. And it's but they said it's going to be a limited series, which is oh, fine. Well, Again, um, not fine, Brian. It's not. It needs to be at another some point. Seven. Podman runs enough. <laughs> says enough. Enough with this bullshit. <laughs> Them seasons of Justified. It should never end at the begin with, but, you know, whatever. Well, I, I think what you're going to get, as, this is what I envision. It's gonna. It's one of uh, Elmore Leonard's other books right. that wasn't wasn't Raylan, but they've kind of kicked out the detective that was in it, put Raylan in, uh, and kind of refit the story for Raylan. But it, I think it's set in Detroit, uh, and he's solving something in Detroit. And uh, But my, my thought is... The end of the season. That's when Boyd gets it gets paroled. That would be good. That would and be awesome. so, the uh, the end of it is is Boyd's back on the streets. 
I mean, they can do like you remember the old uh, the old Perry Masons and the old uh, uh, reunion shows that would come out every uh, I don't know a couple uh, yeah. of years. Oh, like when they used to do the um, Andy Griffith specials <laughs> and the. Uh, the Murdoch, I mean, the uh, Madlock. Madlock specials, yeah. The yeah. made-for-TV movies. Yeah, they could do made-for-TV movies every couple of years. I'd be happy with that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah why not? I wonder if he's going to wear his signature hat, or is he going to Of course wear... he is. No. No. You remember the end of the season, he got the that goofy hat from... That kid. Yep, because his yeah. got a... So he was, and that hat at the end of the show was the one he actually wore in the novel. So that's why they gave it to him that hat at the end because that's that was more in line with the guy. What's the guy who wrote the, the books? Elmore Leonard. Yeah, that's the more in line with Elmore Leonard's uh, vision of Raylan Givens was that kind of hat instead of Stetson that he had. So just a little fun fact to know and tell. So yeah, I can't yeah. wait for uh, Justified. Two great, I mean, two of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, they're getting more. They're getting more seasons. All right. Well. And, and for all you quirky fans out there, <laughs> life goes on is coming back. Yeah, <laughs> is it going to be following Quirky's life? Quirky's still alive. Yes, the he's in the. Was he? Yes. The, what's he doing? Uh, nah, I'm not going to say. Now he's working. Where yeah, he's uh, Kroger? No. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> he's in, is he in the is there a trailer or are there just rumors of another they said they're bringing it back, but I mean it may only be a pilot again. All right. Well Corky may be back in line if uh if things don't work out well. Hey, speaking of things working out well. In casting news, Bill Murray is joining the Marvel Universe, finally. Brian, I know you're a big Bill Murray fan. Uh, I love Bill Murray. And Podman Ron, you're you're probably thinking, uh, why do we need another comedian in the Marvel Universe? Like the Betty White. It's like everybody just... Uh, Today's Betty White's birthday on this recording, by the way. 100 years old today. Everybody loves Bill Murray, but no one can tell you why they love Bill Murray. I mean, what? He does wacky stuff here and there. He interrupts weddings and does that, but that's annoying, right? But what is what has Bill Murray done? Brian, any thoughts? Give me a movie. Groundhog's Day, Stripes, Ghostbusters, Life Aquatic. Those are like forty years ago. Give me a movie in the past fifteen years. Zombieland. Give me a movie starred in. Uh the one with Scarlett Johansson. What? Oh, uh, whatever. The one with Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. Started in the last 15 years. Exactly. He's been in a bunch of it in the past 10 years. I feel like that exactly was coming no matter how many movies we mentioned. I know, that's true. It didn't didn't matter how many Bill Murray hits and critically acclaimed films we listed. At the end, if it could have been a list 25 long, then he would have waited, paused, and said, exactly. Yeah, yeah like you can't name twenty six. Bill Murray, but no one can tell me. I don't know what <laughs> hasn't been anything lately. Because he's old. But so let me ask you this: He hasn't. Maybe he hasn't been anything recently, other than 
this mysterious Ant-Man villain in uh, Quantumania. Uh, but of the stuff that he was in in the past 50 years or so, do you like him, Podman Ron, or you just don't get it? I like Stripes. Okay, let's start there. His first movie. I like Caddyshack. I like Meatballs. Yeah, well, yeah. Are you ready for the summer? Uh, yeah, Caddyshack's mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And then downhill. Ghostbusters 2? Okay, well, but then after that, what? Quick Change. Quick Change what? was a good movie. Quick Change is What's a funny movie. Movie. Huh? I've never heard of Quick Change. A heist movie with Gina Davis and uh, what's his face? Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray and. Uh, but there's a third guy who. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Never heard of it. Jason Robards. Okay. Quick Change is a good movie. Yeah, it is a good yeah. movie. All right, so Brian, let's get back on track here. Uh, any yeah. thoughts of who a an Ant Man villain could be that maybe maybe Bill Murray would fit <clears throat> the bill for? I know. Oh, uh, PMR has a suggestion. I I can not even it's not even going to be a suggestion. I can guarantee you this is who it's going to be. Okay, so PMR guarantee. It's going to be Egghead. Excellent. Egg- the classic villain for Hank Pym back in the day. That was his like one of his first villains. <clears throat> he doesn't look the part, but because the egghead, the, the comic book had a big egghead and, you know, a big fat body. But, you know, it's a goofy name. Bill Murray's kind of a goofy fella. He's old, so he could be Hank Pym's nemesis. So I think I think that's who it's going to be. That's I think a he's good like, guess. So. I like it. Brian, what do you think? Give us one guess. See, I, I just assume it'll be somebody that's that's created for the movie. Kind of like, uh, I mean, or somebody super obscure like Walton Goggins in, uh, in Ant-Man 2. I mean, that, technically that guy was from the uh, Marvel Universe, but he, you know, he was nobody that, you know, of any importance. He really, they really missed the bus. Should have played Taskmaster. <clears throat> Walton Goggins? Yeah. He would have, he would have blew it out of the water playing Taskmaster because Taskmaster in the comic is kind of like Deadpool in a way. And, and Walton Goggins has that range of comedy and badass bad guy. He would have, he would have been perfect for that role. Marvel really fucked up with that. Just my thought. You heard it here from Marvel. (laughs) You've your own warning. Else you fucked up on. All right. Uh, so the, the other thing that uh, wanted to bring up, uh, I would just check the trailers for Moon Knight. Still not seeing anything, but uh, on YouTube at least. Uh, Brian Moonfall. You said this is probably your the most uh, ant- highly anticipated movie of the year. Moonfall, right? Oh, because it's going to be so bad. It looks, but good, bad in a good way. Right, it's the where it's the return of the. Uh, we haven't had these in a while because it's been such a, a Marvel and, and superhero glut. But like the uh, apocalyptic uh, Roland Emmerich into the world film. I'm kind of looking forward to it. It looks, it looks fun. It looks interesting. It looks uh, something different than what we've been getting lately. A throwback to the '90s. Yeah, it, this is a throwback to the '90s for sure. Yeah. 
Geostorm, well, I don't know, Geostorm was in the 90s, but Day After Tomorrow, those type things, right? We Mm -hmm. had Armageddon and Deep Impact and, God, what were some other ones? (laughs) Those others. Dante's Inferno? Yeah, we had um, uh, Dante's Inferno. There was The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, God. (laughs) Which, uh, I I still, like, uh, mess with uh, my wife about to this day, because her her line from it was I really like that movie it had jaw dropping special effects that was her line she just I've never heard anyone say that I've read it on posters I've never heard anyone say it aloud (laughs) jaw dropping wow it really impressed her it really impressed her the fact that the uh, the the winner was chasing people you know it was the uh... and then the wolves were well, right. They had the run. They had the run to get into a building before the the ice, the ice quickly. It, it wasn't them. just any building. It was a uh, it was a, a Burger King. Yeah, because that was the that was the promotion. I thought they glo- went into before, a library or something. Global warming was literally at the end. Yeah. Oh. Global warming was literally chasing them down the street. No. <laughs> well, now the moon's going to be chasing your ass. It sounds like the yep. moon is falling. So. Uh, yeah, so that'll, that'll be a fun uh, fun one. Um, yeah, so no Moon Knight still. Oh, oh yes. We had 2012. Remember 2012? When was that? Did it come out 2012? Yes. Wow, <laughs> wow that was a long time ago. I think, that's, ago. Uh, I think that was the last, like, the last of, like, the disaster movies. I also think it was the last movie John Cusack booked. I feel like there was one more disaster movie like recently in the past four or five years. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's his face was in the uh, uh, Greenland, right? Um, the uh, meteor falling. Nothing. I can't, oh, I can't uh, think Gerard of, Butler. Butler, yes, thank you. I couldn't think of his last name. Yeah, Are you that talking was, about that's the one. Yeah. Geostorm. Oh, okay, yeah, Geostorm. But he was was he also in Greenland? Yeah, Greenland is like two year, two or three years old. It's a What's meteor that? falling uh, on the Earth or something like that. Yeah, I think I'm talking about specifically like the Bayhem type Roland Emmerich yeah. apocalypse. You know, where it's the Earth, you know, buildings are falling and planes are landing on those. Cessnas are landing on using those planes as right. runways or using those buildings as runways to take off. Those are the good so. ones. Well, speaking of bullshit. Speaking of good <laughs> ones, we we lost a good one recently. All right, yes friends, everybody knows by now uh raise your hand if you knew that he was the most beloved person in Hollywood next to Betty White, but Bob Saget. Bob Saget passed away um uh, seemingly in his sleep. He's about Bob Saget. You, you never hear bad news about Bob Saget? Okay, I didn't know. I mean, I never really thought about Bob Saget much, but I didn't know he was so beloved. Yeah, it is weird that when it, whenever one of these celebrity passings happen, nobody's like, you know, he was kind of an asshole. He was a jerk. Well, you know, I watched a documentary on uh, what was like, Gary Shandling like, about six months ago, Sunday right. Here, and uh, and that was one of the things uh, Bob Saget was on there, and it was really sad because I mean he was crying on there about 
how Gary Shandling just didn't want to have anything to do with him because he felt like Bob Saget like betray him. Yep. And uh, God, it, it really it really bothered Saget still to this day. I mean, he was he was crying during Maybe that interview. This day. Uh, yeah. Not anymore, though. Not anymore. Not anymore. He's at peace. Uh, I did. I was going to send it to you guys. I forgot and told you just now. I remembered it. I saw that a uh, 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 a little uh, headline on Reddit was uh, uh, coroner or whoever you know declares that Bob Saget did not suffer, comma suffered heart attack. The, the way the way that it was written is like, sounds like he may have suffered a little bit, but we get it. We get it. Uh, but yeah, everybody in Hollywood loves Bob Saget, and uh, we loved him from America's Funniest Home Videos. And yeah, I never really watched Full House. So I, I guess know. I that was no America's Home Videos. I watched some of Full House. Uh, there was a time because I was a little bit younger than you guys. <laughs> there was a where, time where I had to watch ABC where TGIF shows. was attractive to me. Yes. you love Family Matters, all that stuff. Yeah, I think I was more into Family Matters than Full House, but you had to sit through Full House to get to Family Matters. Who wasn't in the Family Matters? <laughs> Everybody loves Steve Urkel. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you try to watch Family Matters now, I dare you to try to watch two episodes without being like, <laughs> oh, my God, this Steve Urkel character is horrible. <laughs> I mean, he is horrible. Well, it's kind of like the that it's a, a time capsule of that era. Like, yeah. how, like if it's like, who would have thought that was funny? But we all did. We <laughs> all did. Funny, uh, we talked about it. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Y'all seen Saturday Night Live the other night? They did a uh, spoof on, uh, yeah, you know, how the Fresh Prince is now doing a uh, updated Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. And it's Bel-Air, uh, and it's like a serious take on the Fresh right. Prince of the 90s. Well, Saturday Night Live did a spoof about Urkel. And it's uh, a... <laughs> Uh, is it go by? You can watch it on YouTube. That's where I watch it because I don't. Right. They Brady, they're going to Brady brides it, but it was pretty funny actually. Uh, but yeah, I never watched uh, Family Matters or any TJIF. I don't. I think I was already past that point. Even step by step with the buxom Suzanne Summers. Yep. Nope. Patrick Duffy nope. and Suzanne Summers. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy and Suzanne mm-hmm. Summers. Nope. Right. No, we will miss. Nonetheless, we will miss Bob Saget. <laughs> as, we, so, as we remember the shows that aired around this time. <laughs> yeah, Bob Saget. Uh, yeah, what's What's weird is he 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 had such a duality. In it. His comedy was uh, really you know a little blue R rated, right. right? A little blue, but then he's known as this uh, as this uh, you know uh, uh, family man. You know, Corny Jokes on that. Corny Jokes Have either one of you ever watched his comedy stand-up? Because I, I never have. So I, yeah, I, I wasn't crazy about it. I mean, I haven't watched it recently, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if it was worth watching or not. Well, you should give it a shot just to drive up his numbers. Give him a, give him a few bumps. I'm, nah, I'm fine. I'm good. All right. Well, let's move over to movies. <laughs> well, Brad... Yes. Can we, before we get into movies, yes, I need to I need to uh, um, ask and see if this this is a thing or if there there I don't know a name for it. I feel like there should be a name for it, but you know we just gave an in memoriam for Bob Saget, right? right? Right. What do you call it when there's a celebrity you were certain was dead and you find out they're still alive? Uh, the, the buzzied? You got buzzed? Yeah. 
like the Ruth Buzzy. Uh, somebody, Ruth Buzzy posted on her. I follow Ruth Buzzy. Uh, Ruth Buzzy from Laughing posted uh, that uh, she was at Cracker Barrel and somebody walked up to her and said, I thought you were dead. And she said, sorry to disappoint you. So, so but and I as well thought Ruth Buzzy was dead. I would so there should so, be, yeah. yeah, there should be a term. I think it's for, called the Mandalay effect. The, the, the uh, Mandalay. Mandela. Mandela. <laughs> Mandalorian effect. Well, no, because that, that, that's like, that's got like a deja vu component to right. it, the Mandela effect. This should be more along the lines of like the in memoriam. Yeah. Like there's got to be some sort of Latin phrase we can we can glom on to like in memoriam uh, to 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 express our startle or yeah, startled yeah, when surprise you when we think yeah. someone's dead and they're not. Yeah, someone died not recently, not too long ago. We were like, I thought he was already dead. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Dean Stanton. Yes, you're right. It was Dean Stanton, and we were like, I thought he already died like a few months back. Few years back. Few years back. Yeah, like we should, we need to have that. Uh, so let's let's work on this. You know, uh, uh, what's let's work. What's the term we let's workshop? What's the term? And we can we can uh, be trailblazers on this. Yeah, we can create a new trend. You know, start getting uh, those, those what, securing those Twitter names. Unless Jim what's into oh. our podcast and she's gonna steal it for the office ladies. The phenomenon when a celebrity you were certain was dead. Surprisingly, you find out is still alive. Is their career hell or just their physical health? Their physical health. Okay. <laughs> so I, I wanted to. I don't know. Uh, we'll think about that. I mean, yeah. most, most of the time, uh, Ruth, when Ruth Buzzy is at uh, uh, Cracker, Bar- Cracker Barrel, uh, most of the time she just hears, "Can I have some more sweet tea, hon?" I mean, that's <laughs> that's normally what she hears when she's at Cracker Barrel. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, we will miss hey, Bob Sack. Yeah, far out space nuts. Come on. She was a Sid Marty Croft far out space nut. Yep. A regular. A regular. A regular nuts herself. Yep. As far out space nut fans. Yeah. Or was she lost saucer? <laughs> she was lost saucer. Never mind. When Gilmer she, Pyle? Yeah. Yeah, where are you going to put in the Gilligan? Lost... Yeah, uh, Farrell Space Nut was Gilligan and uh, Chuck somebody, yeah, Chuck McMahon old... or something weird like. That. I don't know. All right. Anyway, bottom between those two. Yeah, that'd be a good remake, right? Uh, anyway, we are going to miss Bob Saget like all, <laughs> like the Dickens, right? <laughs> all right, movies. <laughs> All right, Brian. Brian. <laughs> don't talk about Scream. Well, Brian has seen Scream. I've seen Scream. And the, Tell me, I don't know. You, got, you just got to wait. The, note, the notes here says Scream, and then it says, nope, have not seen it going this week. So I assume that was PMR saying that, right? Me, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So you can't talk about Scream, Brian. Did you like it? It was It was fine. All right. That's it's, not... it's fine. <laughs> You're like not going to uh, hey, stop somebody from seeing it? Can I talk about Scream 4? No. What is Scream 4? The one that came out 10 years ago. No. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Have you seen Scream 4? I have. So, Recently yeah. or 10 years ago? Four. 
I watched because I had not watched four. I'd seen the first three. And I think the third one came out like the early 2000s. And then they waited and then they did stream four uh, in 2011, which I'd never seen. So I went ahead and watched it to make sure I was current. Uh, Scream 4 does <laughs> not matter. Blind. Scream 4 does not matter at all to this all right. movie. All right, good. That's good information so, for our viewers. Do, do you remember who the killer was in Scream 4? It was her niece or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was her cousin. Yeah. Her cousin was the villain. It was Emma so, uh, I think so, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, this one, honestly... You could watch the first one and this one and cut out all the other stuff. You don't need to stop. <laughs> all right, let's move on what? to Don't Look Up. I'm not giving you any spoilers. You know, he I'm gets, saying, you could watch the, he gets very uh, nervous for, about this, Brian. For our listener, you don't have to watch two, three, or four. Just watch the first one and then this one, and you'll be much much happier. Okay. okay. So okay. I don't want to hear it. Don't all right. Look up. Brian, did you want to talk about Don't Look Up, a disaster film within itself, right? Yeah, a disaster film within itself. Don't look up. I watched, uh, you know, it's Adam McKay, which I like Adam McKay. Love Adam McKay. uh, An all-star cast, right? Love Um, an all-star cast. What could go wrong here? And it uh, it just fizzled. The the movie, uh, the plot is there's an asteroid heading towards Earth. They, They notify the government with plenty of time to do something about it. And the government completely fails at every, you know, opportunity. Sounds real. Um, what's that? That sounds realistic. Be honest with you. Uh, it, well, it is, but except you realize uh, it's as if there's only one party in the government. It's like there's there's never two parties, right? It's that like there's this whole missing piece to the plot. Because you would, and it's an election year. Like part of the whole thing is it's election year, and or, or it's it's the the next year's an election year, and so they're cycling up the campaign. But who the hell is she running against? And 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 you think the asteroid would be like a political, like you know, uh, powder keg? Uh, no, not none of that's ever mentioned. So it's so it's like. Uh, if they want to say it's the the failure of the government and the political system, okay, but really it was uh, they just went they just pressed the Trump button over and over and over and over again. So you know it's it's but but it, it it's to the detriment of the film. It would have been a much better film if you'd shown like the deadlock and okay, well, well you know this candidate. Uh, is screwing it up because of this, and that candidate's screwing it up because of that, and this is why we can't ever get anything solved, right? That's a better story, or at least I think it probably uh, makes their point better than what they actually put together, right? It was uh, so. I mean, it's all just a failed criticism of the, you know, how how COVID was handled, but and that's the whole thing with uh, "Don't look up" is them saying, you know, ah, don't worry about the asteroids, just don't ah, look at it. Gotcha. Just don't look at it. Yeah, we'll be fine. You don't want to hear about that asteroid, do you? Don't worry about it. We're good. So, like, yeah, that's the the uh, where the mantra, I guess, for the movie. But it would have been a much better film if it if it had focused on more of the duality of the political system and 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 uh, because it, it seems like the, the decisions that the president's making are so absurd. The fact that nobody challenges her on it 
it just makes it. Uh, Wait, there's just, a the who is a female president? Yeah, it's Meryl Streep is the president. Ah, so it is sci-fi fantasy. It's it's fine. Well, it's fancy. It's sci-fi. Well, not to interrupt, Brian, but uh, it appears 37 minutes ago the Moon Knight trailer did drop on the Marvel Studios uh, Instagram page. All right, how is That's, it? I don't know. I, I was listening to Brian, so I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. No. But yeah. Well, uh, anyway. So what do you recommend? Up. Don't don't give it a don't look up at don't look at don't I look up. Don't look at it. Don't look up and don't look at it. I watched the last ten minutes of it so I can watch everybody die. So that was a, You know, it's it's weird watching it. I really just wanted to go watch Mars Attacks again. <laughs> I watched that uh, about three weeks ago. Oh, how about that? Yeah, it's it's like they're trying to uh, it's like they were kind of sort of trying to go for that vibe in some parts and uh, uh, Mars Attacks is a much better film. Yep. So. All right. All right. I'm gonna take a pause here. Y'all can talk about yourself. I'm going to watch this that trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Brian, let's go ahead and go over to TV land since uh, Podman Ron has other things to do. <laughs> Uh, so we got these two TV shows, not talking about Moon Knight, of course, uh, Boba Fett and Peacemaker, both of them three episodes in, uh, and mm-hmm. it feels like pretty fairly divided between you two as far as love and hate. Uh, do we want to just talk about these? Uh, do we want to talk about these as they come, or uh, wait till the season's let's over? Let's go ahead. I think we could like a report card. It's like three new every three episodes. So All right. Right. Yeah, I'm good with that. The uh, um, Peacemaker has uh, been very enjoyable. I, yeah. uh, I actually like Peacemaker a lot. It's uh, yeah, Pe- John Cena is 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 great in it. He's he's uh, he's a very, he's like an R-rated uh, The Rock. He's, you know? he's an R-rated Rock. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> it's but you remember that was always PMR's biggest gripe about Suicide Squad and, was John Cena. He, he didn't like John Cena. Yep. Doesn't care about John Cena. You know. And now, but John so. Cena has proved he's got kind of a range. He's got the chops. But then I say that I did like him in the Suicide Squad. I didn't like it when they cast him because I didn't think he. I just thought that was just kind of a lame casting, like stunt casting. But I liked him in the movie once I saw the movie, and I like him here too. I, he he has surprised me with uh, not only his acting chops. He surprised me with his. You know, comedic shots yeah i mean he's he's really funny there you go all right yeah, it's uh it's a very good show i uh, i'm enjoying it thoroughly so far and james gunn i think we mentioned this before i think james gunn said he directed like six of the eight episodes well so all the episodes have been great uh, I, I really want to focus more on his dad, Robert Patrick, his dad's. Great. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out more about him pretty soon, probably, won't we? Yeah, um, you know, all of it. it's been it's been it's been a great show. It's so funny to watch a show like this, and then you watch Bubba Fett, and you just the styles are just so different. And, <laughs> but to be fair, it's different audiences too. It is. Peacemaker and Boba Fett. I don't know if you can compare the two. The other one's Disney Plus, and I get that. Uh, and, and I wouldn't want, you know, Boba Fett to 
be cussing, be having sex with be, people. Yeah, you know, but I sure the hell don't want him to be doing what he's doing now. I mean, it's, so. All right, well, let's take a, So, uh, Peacemaker, John Cena stars, picks up right after Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, rather, uh, movie right. pretty mm-hmm. much, where he is recruited by uh, kind of the same team that was in the Suicide Squad, most of the same team, and he's going <laughs> the after... The turned on Waller. The ones right. that turned on Waller and kept Waller from uh, blowing up the uh, charges in their in their brains. And they're on, on uh, Project Butterfly, or after hunting down these butterflies, which we find out a little bit more at the, about at the end of the third episode. Uh, so we have uh, some of the characters that we've met before, and some of the characters that uh, James Gunn is boning before, uh, and as well as a new one, including uh, Amanda Waller's daughter, who I think is fantastic in this as well. I mean, all of... Yeah. You know, one of the things that it seems like the the magic of James Gunn maybe is that he puts together a great ensemble to where there's not a whole lot of weak links in there. Like each one of them has a little bit of something to where you're like, oh, okay, you know, you're you're not bored when so and so is on screen. You know, right, I think right. that's really really does well. That's a little bit of the uh, the Whedon effect, right? I mean, that's right. kind of like what Joss Whedon always used to do, right? Well, everybody has a their own distinct, different personality, and they all play off of each other's personality, which makes it enjoyable. Makes it enjoyable. Also <laughs> enjoyable the, is uh, Vigilante from the yeah, 1980s comes in a little bit different version of Vigilante than maybe the comic books had, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely different. <laughs> Other than the costume, there's nothing that resembles, and the fact that his name's Adrian Chase, nothing he loves killing, resembles though. Uh, Vigilante, so, yeah. which is fine. I mean... If you're going to do it for a character, do it for Vigilante. But, uh, Master appearing. I know he's in DC Comics, but was he in Legion of Superhero or something? Or was he? Who? Juno Master? I think he was just a, you know, fourth tier villain, right? Yeah, yeah. Juno Master, he was just in in DC. Uh, he, He was. Was he a villain? Yeah, he was a villain. Like, he was, uh, uh, some of that. I think it's a, he's a, a Denny O'Neill character. That sounds what was the right. Is he a, I just, I know I've seen him. I've seen the costume. I've seen him in a book, but I can't think of which book he was in. Yeah. Or forgettable. He's forgettable. Well, like I said before, he's taking all these, you know, fourth tier characters, and he's just having a ball with them, and you know, playing with them. But, uh, yeah. but everybody loves it so far. It's, it's gotten really good reviews. Everybody loves the opening credits, the dance sequence. I love the dance sequence. <laughs> James Gunn loves the dance sequence. Uh, and the music is uh, certainly a part of it as well. All the uh, heavy metal, 80s, glam, uh, hairband uh, music well, plays a big part of it as well. I feel like that's another thing of James Gunn, of course. I'm with the Guardians of the Galaxy, he incorporated music as part of the storyline. And he's kind of doing a little bit here with, you know, Peacemaker. You that's his, that's his likes, jam. Yeah, he, he likes the old music, the 80s music. So, Yeah, but those aren't 80s bands, are they? If they are, they're super obscure. There are a lot of obscure ones there. Of course, not Cinderella, mind you, which was yeah, one of my was favorite say, bands. I'm talking yeah, about not Cinderella, but like uh, there's... Pretty Boy Floyd was, I think, in the 80s. But I think I think okay. my assumption is they're all real bands that were extremely obscure. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I think uh, HBO's got a hit, Brad. I think uh, that's a... Uh, well, I'm good. glad for him. I'm very glad for him. I'm, I'm glad for him, too. Uh, and then you mentioned his father, uh, played by the Terminator. Um, and uh, we'll see a little bit more interesting things develop with him. And then Brian Eagley. You were excited about Eagley uh, from the trailers, and Eagley kind of doesn't disappoint either, right? No. No, it reminds me... Uh, Eagley, I think, reminds me of, like, Harvey Birdman, like some of the Harvey Birdman <laughs> right, guys. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down for Eagley as well. It's, uh, it's a... He's hugging me. Take a picture of that. Dad? Dad? He's hugging me. Yeah, the one thing that I did find in there, and maybe it's because the the quips do come pretty quickly. They're pretty fast-paced and everything. Uh, It has a lot of rewatchability as well. I think I've rewatched them twice now. Yeah, there's like a... a, uh community arrested development sort of vibe to the uh, to the dialogue yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really quick. You have to kind of maybe hear it a couple of times before you're like, "Oh, okay, I get the joke now." Uh <laughs> so everybody loves it. So we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more when the series is over or in a few well, more me, episodes. Real quick, how many episodes are there? I, I never heard. I believe it's 8. I think 8. And uh <laughs> like I said James Gunn directed virtually all of them. So Okay. Well, I would hope so. I mean, this was his baby alum, you know. I mean, he, I guess he fought for this or asked yes. for this. I guess. I don't, know how yeah, I don't think he fought for it. I think I they said, I, I, think... Think, I think they were, Warner Brothers was so pleased with Suicide Squad. They asked him if he had any other ideas, and he said, well, what if I spend Cena off? So, and then now they come back to him again and say, what do you want to do after this? Like, right. So. Well, I, I will be interested to hear, uh, Absolute Alex's opinion, since he loved the Suicide Squad so much. Uh, but I don't think he was looking quite forward to the Peacemaker, so it'll be interesting to see if he changes his mind on that. Uh, speaking of changing people's minds, Boba Fett. People love Boba Fett as a character, uh, but according to you two, uh, maybe we don't like to need him in a TV show. You know, I like the first two episodes. I mean, I they weren't, you know, best TV, but they were, they were okay to watch. And I was like, okay, this is a pick up. And, uh, by the third episode, and that third though, one, whew. well, not it's only the, the third episode, not only was it just bad, it feels like they've decided to make a huge total shift in the show. Well, you mean like his personality of, you know, a badass to Mr. No, now he's got, uh, the newsies backing him up. <laughs> right. Right. You know, uh, the cyborg uh, super, uh, Power Rangers backing him up with their Pee Wee Herman scooters. I swear to God, it reminded me of Back to the Future too. It was when, a little bit odd, right? When he was chased by all those cybernetic, futuristic punks from the from the future, yeah. on the hoverboards, that's what that chase scene reminded me of. The characters were absolutely ridiculous. They look like a bunch of 80s rejects from video, you know, Friday night video. Yeah. And, they look uh, like Biff in that helmet. Oh, my God. It was awful. Let's <laughs> so, yeah. not, you know, badass Boba Fett, you know. So he goes to confront these people to get this guy his money. or They basically call him an old man punk ass, and he doesn't do anything except, well, y'all want to work for me? I mean, I, God, it was terrible i mean 
Jesus Christ, I didn't want to see fucking Bubba Fett just <laughs> bow down to a bunch of fucking kids. I, he should have beat the ass out of one of them and then say, okay, now you motherfuckers are going to work for me. But no, he's like, oh, I respect y'all. I'm going to oh. give y'all a job. God, it was so bad. Well, and then you've got um, probably, I would say the most interesting part of the first two episodes was the testing Raider stuff. Yeah. yeah the- and they they killed all of them. Yeah, no, the best part of the show. By the third episode, I thought we were going to see, like, some more backstory, but nah, nah. Yeah, even, and I was like, well, the kid lived. Nope, there's the kid. The yeah. kid's dead on the ground. And it's like, uh, why? <laughs> it's like, the Tusken Raider stuff was interesting. It would be cool to see him bringing the Tusken Raiders in as his army with whatever the future conflict is going to be, no. right? Yeah. Later on, you know, whenever Jabba, the Huts, whatever, whenever, whenever the Big Bad reveals himself and, and comes after Boba, it'd be cool to have that that over the ridge moment where the Tuscans come running in. You know what I mean? It yeah. would have been cool, but no, they're all dead. Hey, yeah. man, we don't need no Tuscan Raiders. I thought we would have seen the Tuscan Raiders up until like the seventh or eighth episode, you know, towards the end, and then you'd finally see them, you know, leave and get to the point where he. He is now, but no. Uh, third episode, we're just gonna <laughs> do away with them. And it was just by that biker gang. I mean, that biker gang. We saw them. It was like five people. It took out an entire village of Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> I don't know. It's it is. It feels like they're like, all right, enough Tuscan Raiders. Let's get on with something else. I, I feel like this is the first. Hang on a second. This is the first time. I feel like the marketing department has gone in and fucked with one of these Star Wars shows on hmm. Disney Plus. You know, and it's like, well, we can't sell Tuscan Raider toys, and we got to have more characters than just, you know, Finnick and and Boba because we've already seen them. You know what? We need a Rancor. We need a Rancor pit. Uh, uh, you know, Rancor trainer. We need Tammy uh, Trejo. We need five different vehicles and five different, you know, kid skewing yeah. characters that'll, you know, lightning in a bottle. Well, and another thing is, is they're also like, okay, we can't, we cannot have a villain be the star of this TV show. Right. So we've got to soften him up. He's got to, you know, his attitude's changed now. He's not a bounty hunter. He's, he's, you know, he's just a good guy. Right. Just He's trying, trying to, to do right yeah. now. It, oh my God! It's just. But again, I, in the context of this is a kids show, that's okay. Yeah, you know, the fact that they kind of made it over the top goofy this third episode with the the hover bikes and all that kind of stuff. That's a little bit like ugh, that's a little bit too much. You but, got the Mandalorian if you want to do the fucking. Yeah, you can soften his edge. I'm, I'm right. okay with softening his edge. But he made even Tamura Morrison, who plays Boba Fett, made the made the statement this week that Boba's got too many lines. He has too much dialogue. Yeah, he did say that. I've read that. Yeah, you know, which is true. I mean, he should be you know stoic. He should be you know chiming in. But he's fucking talking and taking off that fucking helmet. He, yeah, he, he won't leave that goddamn helmet on to for nothing. He is for nothing. That is not the way for him. Fuck. So yeah, he should play egghead. That fucking head yeah. is really egg shaped. As long as you don't give him too many lines. 
He does not want to remember them lines. He is sick of that <laughs> shit. Hey, can I just, uh, I don't want to be in makeup and I don't want to talk. Can you just keep the helmet on me and me nod a lot? Uh, that's what I mean, that other guy did, right? Yes, yeah, what the other guy didn't want to do. He, he wants to leave the helmet on and keep his mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. Like, uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's uh, bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. It's uh, this is here. Here's the thing. We used to say Marvel didn't have the problems DC had because DC was, you know, movies by committee and you had too many cooks. Right. I feel like that's what we're getting now. We're getting now with these projects, too many cooks. You got too many cooks when we did Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. We had too many. Now you're seeing it in the Star Wars stuff, where it's producers are trying to shove stuff in, marketing's trying to shove stuff in, and and story doesn't matter. Uh, selling the toys does. Maybe but so. again, that's you. But you just said you both said you like the first two episodes. This is just one. Maybe we stumble a little bit on episode three. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it was a big stumble though. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they'll maybe they'll bring they, the old Boba back. They went down a flight of stairs. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we we've got a few more episodes of that, and uh, again, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Well, and and considering, I think it's only six episodes, right? I don't know. We just wasted one of the episodes on this shit <laughs> on the biker gang. Oh, is on this biker gang? I uh, think it's only six episodes. Yeah. Yeah. This. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, this. The fans will rally around this show too much. I'm sure everybody's. I haven't really read the reviews, but I'm. Oh, sure uh, people! People hated it. Like it's getting a ton of uh, uh, of hate. Yeah, um, I get it. I'm not even a, a huge Star Wars fan, and you know, Boba Fett was just always a cool character back. I mean, Brad, you know, when we were growing up, yeah. you know, Boba Fett was. Like, oh, look how kick-ass he is. Look kick-ass armor. He never really said anything, and he, you know, did his job, did it really poorly. And, uh... <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I was about to say. As we're talking about the goofiness of this, least we forget Boba Fett's big, you know, everybody loved him in Return of the Jedi, where he'd woo-hoo, and he, as he falls down the Sarlacc pit. I mean, he was... was a badass in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> least we forget the origins that again they, he he came from a children's movie and he's in a children's tv show so give him a break if he wants to have a well and they game. also mentioned uh the star wars cartoon the, the star wars christmas special the animated sequence when he rode the sandworm because he's now he yep. wants to ride the rancor oh okay and the rancor sure. he's like oh you couldn't ride these i've ridden bigger ah so he, he's referencing that sandworm uh did you guys notice and I guess I don't think I've ever seen this clip of it. I'm sure it was shot way back when, but there's a, a scene and it's a, a little bit more over the, the shoulder of Boba when he picks up Django Fett's helmet. So they played it in this episode, but it's like, you know, he'll have those flashbacks yeah. to where, his, right, you know, where right. Django died. Well, this one, it looks a little bit different. The, the, the angle is just a little bit different. He picks up the head, but he picks up that helmet. Full, now, in, in other ones, he's always kind of picked it up where it's like, like you the know, kind of like laying down. Right. Yeah. Now he picks it up fully like that. Oh. And I'm like, why the hell isn't the head falling out of this helmet? I thought the same thing, too. I know what you're talking about. Cause I, I was like, 
Maybe it fell out and tumbled somewhere else. Maybe he's just looking at the helmet. Yeah, the head should have like dropped out. That would have that would have saved this episode. I could have, <laughs> I could have forgiven everything else if Django Fett's head had rolled out of that helmet. There you go. That would have been much better. Yeah. Yeah, but it's weird because the angle it, it's like they're like, oh, we, we found some extra footage. Let's use some of this. So it's different, but they're like, well, does gravity not apply? Maybe no, it's head, you know, so. What's that, Pierre? I said maybe his head was just stuck in there. Yeah. Mm. His big old fat head. Jammed up in there. Jammed up in there. <laughs> just like PMR's face is jammed up in our our nostrils. You, you, you got to give it a shake, Bubba. You can you <laughs> pass it on the top Tap of the it. helmet. Just like a like ketchup, ketchup bottle. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, as we're talking about old movies, let's go to the retro review. PMR, you are so enamored by Spider-Man that you wanted to go back and revisit the amazing Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield and uh, and uh, uh, Jamie Foxx and the amazing Spider-Man 2. I did. I went back and I watched this and uh, I even paid three bucks to see it again. Wow. <laughs> wow. And uh, about 15 minutes into it, I, I, I regretted it. You wanted your $3 back? About three dollars back. I, I now you know why there was no Spy- Amazing Spider-Man three, right? Everything was poor about it, and you know what? And I, and me and Alex will fight over this because, you know, he really likes Andrew Garfield. He feels like that's right the best Spider-Man, and I don't see it. I, he's just to me, he's just not Spider-Man. He doesn't he doesn't convey the same nerdiness, awkwardness, anything that Spider-Man is supposed to convey or, you know, 50 anything. years of the, yeah. So yeah, I didn't like it. I liked the, I liked the Gwen Stacy in it. I thought she was good. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, the whole green goblin thing, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, uh, Peter is <laughs> green goblin comes to him. Harry Osborn's like, I'm dying of this disease. I need Spider-Man's help. Just give me some, you know, if Spider-Man, give me some of his blood. <laughs> Spider-Man's like, Oh, fuck you. No, I'm not going to do it. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it'll, 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 it, we don't know what it'll do. And, and Peter's, I mean, uh, Harry's like, well, I'm dying I don't anyway. if I'm dying anyway, let me help me out here, you know? And, you know, he wouldn't do it. So it's kind of hard to, feel bad for uh, Spider-Man there on that part. Wow. Harry wanted to kill him. So do you think that Andrew Garfield <laughs> needs a third Spider-Man just to finish off that trilogy? Or you're sort of like, you know what? He doesn't deserve it after all. You know what? Since that last movie, uh, No Way Home, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him finishing off the trilogy. Why not? Okay. It was a bad It was a bad uh, movie altogether. I mean, it was terrible. But Did you rewatch the first one? I did not. Okay. So... I got a feeling that one's a little bit better than this, but not by much. I mean, the whole, the whole, uh, you know, train subway train tokens, and he finds a secret thing of his dad, and oh my god, it was just everything was just I awful. Don't even remember that? Yeah. Just, well, there, there was that that what if, and I think then they made it, um, you know, Marvel proper that, uh, um. Ben Parker, not Ben Parker. Um, Peter's parents. 
Peter's parents were uh, Shield agents, or somehow worked for Shield. Yeah, so, they they introduced that back in the seventies that they were like Shield agents back then, um, which was weird. But I don't know, it was just terrible. It was all terrible. All right, so give give Andrew Garfield a third movie just to wrap his shit up and then kick his ass to the side, right? Wrap his shit up, kick him to the curb, be done with it, you know. And then more. And we've uh, we talked about pitches, right? So we said, you know, pitch for uh, Andrew Garfield could be Craven's last time, which would be pretty cool. Um, and then we pitched uh, Spider Girl for Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But then. PMR and, PMR and I were talking uh, a little bit later about what do you do for Toby Maguire and uh, and I had an idea for not Toby Maguire for uh, 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 Tom Holland, but since it's going to be the college years, you bring in Gwen Stacy, and you can introduce the Jackal, and either have the Jackal as the main bad guy or, or kind of in the background. But uh, and I would I argued also go ahead and uh, since since you'll have the Jackal, you'll have a lot of stuff going on, a new cast of, of friends. Uh, bring in, you know, uh, Hobie Brown, uh, Prowler, and uh, um, bring in a, a Felicia Hardy as Black Cat. And do the Clone Saga. Go ahead and embrace the Clone Saga. Well, I, you could. The Clone Saga is, uh, over the past few years, really, you know, has gained more respect, they, you know, than it, than it had back in the 90s. I always liked the Clone Saga. I didn't think it was that bad. So. Well, I even know what the stinger could be at the end of the movie. I, I, I can kind of pitch this to you, right? So whatever happened, the whole story is going to be, you know, Jackal has got the, is, is, is one of their professors. He's in love with Gwen Stacy. Uh, he cracks cloning. Uh, he tries to clone Gwen Stacy. You could do any of that sort of stuff. But at the end of the movie, you can have the running joke that Peter's always late. You know, because he, he was always, you know, that was that was one of the Toby Maguire things. He was always late for everything, right? Because uh, he always got sidetracked with something, you know, Spider-Man interfering with uh, with his uh, Peter Parker life. So you could have that running gag that he's always late for class, he's always late for this, he's always late for that. And then at the end of the at the end of the movie, you know, he wakes up late. He he dashes across campus to get to class. He goes, he gets into class, and then he's already in the class. He's already there. He's in the class on time, and that's, you know, the clone is there. And so you've already kind of got, like, an identity crisis thing going on with what the way No Way Home ended. If you're going into that, uh, uh, into the uh, into the next trilogy with clo- with uh, the Clone Wars, not Clone well, Wars, but uh, well, Clone Saga. And, and this is where I thought that it was kind of cool in the comic book for a while, and everybody lost their shit. Well, you don't really know which one's the witch. Right. Well, right. You you could even say, like, it could be like, well, no, the, the one we followed this whole movie is the real one. Well, well, yeah, but he could be the one that made it to class on time. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We don't. The one that, that was booking across camera, is that the clone or is the one sitting there in class the clone? Yep, you don't and know. And that's the cliffhanger he- heading into the next movie. And then in the next movie, you really, it, it would, you could have them interact and do different things, but you really throughout the whole movie until maybe the very end you don't know which one's really peter or not so i think it i, I think it's a great idea I, I really like that idea i like the whole the clone saga being introduced so i like if we could get jim carrey to play the jackal and just use his uh grinch outfit again yeah oh yeah that'd be easy just reuse that all right it's speaking jim- of 
reusing oh. stuff. What's that? Jim Carrey's supposed to be playing something in the Marvel Universe. I think it's is it Modoc or it's been rumored that he's oh. playing Modoc. Yeah, the rumors he's playing Modoc. I don't think it's official though. Poor Patton Oswald. Poor Patton Oswald. Oh, fuck. Fuck Patton Oswald. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, things revisiting everything, Matrix trilogy. Brian, you real? I guess it's not a trilogy. It's a quintrilogy. Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. Uh, yeah. You watched all four of them. Yeah, the kids had not seen the Matrix trilogy, and uh, man, just like all of us, right? We were stoked after seeing that first Matrix film. You know. Yeah. Everybody was was in love with the matrix you know it it it, it broke the fourth wall it it bit you know the it, it completely blew up blew up the box right because it was like wait this isn't reality so if this is reality yeah. you can manipulate it you know right and uh they blew the kids minds like they loved the first uh, movie, uh first major and then we watched the second yeah <laughs> and uh they, at the second, it was like, yeah. I mean, they couldn't stop raving about the first Matrix film. And then when we watched uh, Matrix Reloaded, they were kind of like, yeah, it's okay. it was good. Oh, it was good. It was good. You know, it was that apologetic, right. you know, uh, 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 review. They come to the third one. I think when it ended, they just got up and, like, left the room. Yeah. <laughs> they were, like, just, they were, they were, done. They were like, it was, that was so me it was at the like, second. We watched it. They didn't complain. But at the same time, in the in it, the the novelty had completely worn off, and it didn't matter how original the first movie was; it had squandered all of the equity for two twelve-year-olds. <laughs> like they were two twelve-year-olds were over it by the end of the third. Yep. And then we watched the fourth, and the fourth is so meta. It's it's so self referential. It's so meta. It's uh, to the point where it's like I, I'm I'm fairly certain there's no fucking plot to this thing. Oh really? Like I, there's no like so essentially Neo is back in the Matrix and so is Trinity. Now they both died at the end of the Matrix three. So it's like well how are they still alive? But they're in the Matrix and um. The Matrix, everybody knows what the Matrix is because it was a video game that Neo created in the late 90s, <clears throat> Okay, right? And so it was a huge video game prop, uh, property and franchise. And so they're wanting him to make a new Matrix video game. Like he's been, he's done some other video games that weren't as popular. And, and War, <laughs> they even say, Warner Brothers right. wants you to make a new Matrix video game. You need, uh, like that, put all your other, your other stuff aside. You're making a new Matrix video game. And he keeps having flashes. They, you know, they're acting like he got so deep into the game, kind of like that Black uh, Black Mirror episode where they were programming the video game. Mm. Like that he got so deep into the video game, he kind of like lost, you know, uh, reality. And that's why that's how they explain like all the nutty stuff he remembers. Um, and then you find that his partner in the company is Smith. Yeah, oh, interesting. So, Agent Smith is now uh, Jonathan Groff from Hamilton and a bunch of different Disney movies. He's the uh, he's Agent Smith, and uh, they don't explain why. Why would you put, you know, 
those two combustible elements right next to each other in the matrix. Like if, if you got them both under control, why would you put them together? To um, and the then Trinity lives a block from where Neo does. So he sees her at the coffee shop all the time. And so again, why would you, if these are your three biggest problems and what nearly broke the matrix, why would you put them all together, break them apart, keep them as far apart as possible? Um, they, they don't really, they, they kind of make some reference to, it doesn't explain anything. I, and then like Agent Smith's motivations don't make a lick of fucking sense in the movie. They make no sense whatsoever. Um, and then it's, uh, even you don't understand because at the end of the third movie, it's supposed to be peace, right? There's supposed to be peace between the Matrix. And if anybody <clears throat> wanted to leave, they could leave. There's a new architect that's running the Matrix now. Um, and so there's this whole weird who's in control of the Matrix now, and they kind of leave it as, as Neo and Trinity are in control of the Matrix. It's just, it was not great. I mean, the special effects were really good. There was way too many homages to the first film and way too much meta referential stuff to the first film. Uh, it's to where it's like, you know, I, I don't know that there's, well, and this is something that came up uh, um, in, uh, they coined a term in Scream called a requel, right? Which is kind of cool because it's meta. It, you know, it's basically what they do now. They even say it. You can't just relaunch a property. The old school fans will hate it. You can't just re, you can't relaunch a property. You got to bring back the old characters to then pass the baton to the new characters. So it's like a, a reboot and a sequel. It's a requel, right? Well, and that's what they did with Ghostbusters, right? That's what they that, that's what they're doing with this matrix they're introducing new characters bringing back old characters and trying to like push it into another movie or another trilogy same thing you did with uh with the star wars movies you know you introduced leia and han and chewie in the first one and you brought back luke in the second one you know and so it's like you but you, you nobody's gonna watch a star wars movie without luke okay here's luke or here's the promise of luke all right now luke's dead but keep watching and hopefully they don't get too pissed off. The, so, what, what I get confused about with these, with like, is no one wants another. No one has been asking for another <laughs> Terminator. It's like they keep making these Terminator movies. No one's asking for them. I mean, it's like, it's, well, who wants it's it? Who wants another one? It's unfortunate with Terminator because Terminator Three was awful. Terminator uh, Salvation was awful. Terminator um, Genesis was awful, right? Um, but then they did Terminator Salvation. And Terminator Salvation, when they brought back Linda Hamilton, it's actually a really, really good movie. Which one? The last one? The very last one. Oh, Dark Fate? Dark Fate. There you go. Yeah. I was it, Terminator Dark Fate. The, so it's... I mean, it's still not as good as the first or the second, but it's it's a satisfying end to that trilogy. So yeah. you can watch, you know, T, uh, Terminator, T2, 
and then and then the very last Terminator movie, and it's satisfying. It's it's enjoyable. Like the but per- people were so sick of it at that point, nobody went to go see it. <laughs> well, the problem is with the Terminator, they keep rehashing it. Like they don't move the story past. It's like okay, now we're doing another time travel, and it's right. it's we're going to revisit parts of the first two movies, but we're going to change it up a little bit because time travel. And I don't know. It's just like just move past the story. Let's go into more into the war, the robots, or something. I mean, we just keep going back into the time travel. Well, that too anyway. was a requel, right? Because you brought back Linda Hamilton, right? Right. You brought back Arnold, <laughs> uh, but then you introduced a new Terminator and you introduced the new John Connor, right? Wish they just—I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe there is people out there that really want to see a new Matrix. Maybe this wasn't what they wanted to see. But it's kind of like Avatar. I don't see uh, who the fuck wants to see Avatar, and we're going to be getting those movies in the next couple of years. <laughs> well, just because James Cameron got it greenlit ten years ago, and he's just taking his sweet ass time. You know, Fox has got to be like over. Why it do we do point. that? Why do we do that? They should just. <clears throat> Just close them down. So for uh, the Matrix, the fourth Matrix movie, Matrix, what is it? Resurrections? Res- is that it? Yeah. What? Matrix uh, what? Uh, what? What do you? Is it worth a watch? Or you're saying skip it? You're never going to see another Matrix movie. Stop at number one. I'd definitely stop at number one. I can tell definitely that. stop at number one. Yeah, you like, don't need it. You don't need it. Stop at one. That's it. That's all you needed. Uh, if you've watched two and three, go ahead. I guess yeah, I'll <laughs> give the film a three. Like, so if you watched one, this film's a. Uh, if you watched the first movie, you haven't watched any of the other ones. Stop. This one's a one. If you've if you've spent nine hours of your life watching this, <laughs> go ahead and watch this one. Uh, it's uh, I'll give it a two. Ooh. Two. All right, all right. Why bother? Two's a why bother. A Brian why I thought, bother? I thought about watching it, but I just I don't know. I I like the first Matrix, and but God, it's been twenty years since I've watched them. Just I have no interest in any of it. Yeah. I will say. All right, I'll I'll revise that a little bit. The fir- the setup of this movie is pretty good. Until Neo gets unplugged, it's pretty good. And then once he and it's kind of interesting the way they find him and they realize that he's not dead. That's kind of interesting. And, and and I was I was on board for all that. The minute he gets unplugged, it just falls apart. So. All right, you you may be talking me into it with that revision. I like that. So watch, all right, so I'll, I'll, so watch the first movie and then watch the first thirty five minutes of this. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, that's good. I've watched the first one in this. I kind of fell off of the second one, but uh, we didn't bother watching the third one or this one. But maybe maybe watch the, the video first game hour. stuff interesting. I find the video game stuff interesting, and it's kind of cool the way they. Uh, reintroduce Neo or how they realize he's alive. Okay. All right. So. All right. We'll give that a shot. Uh, what else is go? Oh, uh, we got a 
We got something I want to hear about this, uh, Brian, because this is something I would I might be interested in. What you looking at, Brian? You're you're looking at Yellow Jackets on Showtime. I I am looking at Yellow Jackets. On is Showtime. it is it still going on or is it over with? Uh, season one ended, I think, okay. this week, okay. episode ten. All right, give uh, us a one line description of it. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh. High school soccer team, girls going to nationals. Girls high school soccer team uh, on their flight to the nationals uh, crashes in a wilderness, and it's told in two timelines. It's told in the present, where you see the the adults, right, uh, teenagers, you know, grown up and what they're dealing with, and then it flashes back to the crash. The, the crash. And you know a lot of them didn't live, and you know there's a component of it that's going to be Lord of the Flies, but you don't know what went wrong. Okay. So, other than the plane crashing. Other than the plane crashing. It sounds, Podman Ron, any interest in that? Mm, Yeah. What's what's it on, actually? Showtime. It's on Showtime. Oh. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's what you do. And Lester, I suggest this to all of you. Showtime almost always runs a week-long, you know, free trial. Right. All 10 episodes are out right now. So go, get your week-long trial. When you got about, oh, this would have been great. It's a three-day weekend. But uh, when you got like a three-day weekend or you got a weekend where you can power through stuff, go ahead and set up, sign up for that trial. And as soon as you're done watching it, unsubscribe. There you go. That's, there a, Brian, that's a Brian promo right there. That's a Brian, Brian promo. Brian guarantee. All right, so while good. you're watching it, check out Homeland. Mm. All right, so back oh, to yeah. Yellow Jackets. Uh, yeah, back bro- to Yellow Jackets. <laughs> uh, so good enough that you've watched all ten episodes, or, or ever how many episodes? Well, I, I will. I'm, I'm thinking oh, okay. episode seven got... now. Okay, I haven't got all sticking the way with it. Sticking with it. Uh, it's it's interesting. The best part of the show is Christina Ricci is uh batshit crazy yeah and she was crazy as a teenager and she's just as crazy now <laughs> there's she's uh she's enjoyable to watch uh so there's you don't know if they're slowly going crazy or if some of these kids had issues before they the plane crashed anyway right. and like once the support system was gone all the cracks started to show so, but uh, it's a uh, it's a good show. Enjoy it. Is there any uh, sci-fi elements to it so far, like Lost There's, type uh, stuff, or is it really like you said, Lord of the Flies, uh, cannibalism, things like that? There's a little bit of not not sci-fi, but supernatural. There's okay, a supernatural, supernatural element to it. So, uh, part of it when they crash uh, in the very first episode, you see this symbols carved into a tree, uh, and then I think in the second episode they find a cabin that's out there. Uh, but the the owner of the cabin's like long dead. He's like mummified. But there's a crawl space in the attic or an attic space in the cabin that they find, and there's where he's like etched those those symbols in uh, the the loft area, attic area. Um, and one of the girls kind of has The Shining, mm. right? So so it's it's. Uh, she's like really in tune with whatever's going on in the forest. She's in tune to it. Uh, 
And so that that adds some ominous uh, sort of horror mm-hmm. aspects to it. All right. So, and you again, you don't know if she's crazy, right? Uh, or if, if you know. So. All right. Very good. Yeah. But uh, that's a recommendation. I I've been interested in wanting to watch it, but you know me. Well, I I'll just hear what you say about it and then just pretend like I watched it. Be able there to talk go. about it intelligently based on your review. There you go. That's good enough for me. Podman Ron, are you watching anything uh, nowadays? Uh, no. No? All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Very good. Before we go, why don't we all just take a minute and look at that trailer for Moon Knight and then talk about it real quick. <laughs> oh. Ugh. All right. Let's see if we can pull it up here. Official trailer on... Uh... Disney Plus here. Let's see. Let's take a listen to it. Have you, everybody got it pulled up? Hello, and welcome to Staying Awake. I have a sleeping disorder. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Hello, and welcome to Staying Awake. All right, so, uh, he's chained to his bed, it looks like. So is everybody British in Moon Knight Land here? I can't tell the difference between my own dreams. Thank you. Lost the contact lens. Hope you find it. Thanks. Pop music. Yeah. Oh my god, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? It must be very difficult. Voices in your head. There's chaos in you. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the trailer. After watching that. What's that? I said after watching that, I feel like I'm now schizophrenic. Like, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, again, just like uh, just like Batgirl's outfit that we started the episode with, we'll uh, reserve opinions. You can't make too much out of the trailer, but it definitely seems like uh, a different direction from my Moon Knight that I remember in the 80s, which I know he's gone through a lot of incarnations, so to speak. Uh, in the comic book land, so maybe this plays into a little bit of those, but uh, a little bit less interesting to me. I don't know. Brian? Well, it's like they're going to start off with him in the uh, Stephen Grant persona, and then he's going to have to 
tell the story, you know, in flashbacks of the Moon Knight, which actually is how it, you know, the the Moon Knight in the '80s, the Bill Sinkovich run, that's how it actually started. Right. If you remember, uh, he he was Stephen Grant, and for like the first, you know, that's that was his main identity back then, and Mark Spector, which is his real identity, is how he gained Moon Knight, but it told the tale in uh in flashbacks with mark specter so yeah, i feel I like we're gonna get a lot of flashbacks in this, this yeah I, I i feel like we are too <laughs> he's gonna be remembering shit he's gonna so. remember stuff every episode but i didn't see uh jake lockley in there so which was interesting i didn't it's see a frenchie yeah i didn't see frenchie either Marlon, so. yeah very disappointing brian no first impressions layla uh it looked interesting uh i think the uh the character actor stuff probably looks better than the the villain, the uh, superhero stuff. I think that, at least in this first trailer, the that looks more interesting. Yeah, right. Is kind of like uh, Daredevil season one. You know, it's uh, it's it's Matt Murdock. It's not Daredevil. <laughs> right. You know that that whole first season's not Daredevil. You know, season towards at the end of season one, he dons the costume. And, but then he ditches the costume before the end of season two, you know? So uh, I think the origin part is, is more interesting in Daredevil than, than the actual superhero was. And I feel like that's kind of like the vibe we're getting with this. So Yeah, but the difference with the MCU stuff and that Netflix stuff is MCU embraces the uh, the costume heroes a little bit more than the, yeah, once he gets the costume, he's not coming out of it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I I feel like the uh, uh, I don't know the Oscar Isaac part seems more interesting. I, right. I do think uh, I mean it's pretty obvious that he's going to find the costume because he's working at a museum, which is kind of lame. Yeah, that is but, lame. You know, just just a quick way to to get him into the costume, right? You know, instead of him actually uh, not have to leave the country to go to egypt in any way shape or form so well unless they do it in flashbacks he he finds the costume as stephen grant but then he starts remembering where he put it where, nah, where see he... i got a feeling this gonna be night at the museum yeah I hope he's, he's the he's the night janitor <laughs> right he's right. dusting a sarcophagus all of a sudden um, it starts and, glowing yeah. yeah yeah i think it's i think that may be that may be pretty cheesy like uh, how he gets the costume. I, so. I hope not. All I hope right. you're wrong. Well, I'm glad we waited an hour and a half for that. Well, there you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what you got coming up here? We've we got more uh, Boba Fett and more uh, Peacemaker. Oh, well, we got Scream. We'll review yep, Scream. You, you'll watch Scream? I will. Uh, I have seen it by then, so we'll definitely Bye. go. February 4th is Moonfall. So we'll have that coming up. Okay. When is it? February 4th? February 4th. Okay. Yep. We'll have a we'll have a show by then. I don't know the way we go. Oh. We're off to what a slower start. This month. Isn't something else coming out this month besides Scream? No. Um, it's supposed to be uh, that Mo- vampire. Mobius movie. was supposed yeah. to. Uh, and it got pushed back to April. Yeah. Well. So. I'm kind of looking forward to that show, the movie, actually. You know, something else that's disappointing uh, it, with Disney Plus is it, they're not—they're only giving us one show at a time. Mm. It's like they can't get their production up 
to give us multiple shows at a time like Netflix does, you know. So we'll get Boba, Book of Boba Fett, and then right. end right, and then and then Moon Knight will start. Right. But is that enough content to spend this much money? On? <sighs> sure. Well, they're, they're making money. Them, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they're they're just banking on the uh, us fanboys who are, you know, we like Star Wars, we like our Marvel and our Star Wars. So we're gonna <laughs> funny. Where else yeah. are you going to I mean, you can't watch it anywhere else. No, but at the same time, it's like if you had not bought into the hype, right, and you waited uh, until Falcon and the Winter Shoulder, Falcon and the Winter Shoulder had ended, or even one division, would you, you know, like, uh, you know, was the hype there at the end of one division that was there in episode three? No. No, no, not at all. No. So it's like if you had waited and then you didn't end up watching one division, would you have missed anything? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, say Cap, Cap Winter Soldier, you know all of these. Uh, the the best one has been Hawkeye. That Hawkeye's yeah. the one that that is that uh, of these series that has delivered. Yeah, I agree. Everything else has been just, uh, and and Mandalorian's good, but again, it's is it must see TV? Mm. No, because <laughs> I so, know. Yeah, no. You know, it's like uh, of, of all the. Uh, you know the streaming services. I feel like Disney Plus is like towards the bottom of these things. Uh, I would agree. I, Netflix bores me. I, I've been thinking about getting rid of it. There's just nothing on Netflix. I, I tell you, HBO Max is probably the best one. It, I, I would agree. Max is the best one. If if I if I if I had to cancel all my streaming services, that would be the one I'd keep. So. I agree. I believe HBO Max is the way to go. Good. And I heard they're going to launch a podcasting network. That'd be Interestingly. Awesome. They already got podcasts on uh, HBO Max. You know, you can listen to the Peacemaker podcast. Uh, the Batman damn. something adventures podcast. Oh, yeah, the, ba- the Batman serialized uh, adventures, yeah. Right. Yeah. What? So, yeah. I wonder if they need, uh, uh, if they need any uh, more content for their podcast. No. Doubtful. They probably do. Podcast. Doubtful. Not quite. They need Doubtful. quality content. Doubtful. Quality content. Oh, that's where you that's, got me. That's yeah, the. That's the difference. You got me. All right. Well, speaking of quality content, time for me to get some quality sleep. There you go. All right, guys. All right. Well, until next time, Brian. Save it for the podcast. <laughs>